Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi everyone, Sean Healy, personal development educator and NLP trainer here, and welcome to episode 149 of Sean Healy Tools, a podcast intended to offer tips, tools, strategies, and insights into helping us have the best quality relationship or relationships and life that we can. So welcome to today's episode. Episode 149 is entitled Treating Self as you treat other. Um, I found it even interesting in terms of preparation for the episode. Normally I go through a bit of uh, stressing and anxiety and and agitation even after 149 episodes um, and watching how um, overreactive and agitated I can get with just even the littlest things that I do that I don't perceive are done to the standard that they should be. And it, it's, it can be very interesting in terms of this idea uh, when we're looking at the kind of compassion and humanity that we give to others, do we give ourselves the same? Um, when I'm judging my own performance, do I have the kind of... Um, my process for evaluation, so to speak, um, Am I holding myself to the same expectations, openness, compassion that I would do for others? Um, and 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 realistic uh, assumptions of evaluations. You know, you look at this this kind of process, even of, of podcasting. And you know, this is episode one forty nine. Um, you know, who who am I comparing myself? Am I am I comparing Sean to Sean, who presented episode 148 or 147, and and how specifically am I working on improving what I'm doing, or am I comparing myself to, say, somebody who's done a thousand plus episodes um, of podcasting and then thinking about how woefully inadequate I am by comparison, which is probably not realistic. Again, it's that same kind of thing. We're probably never as bad as we think we are, and we're probably never as good as we think we are either. So... This idea that um, I will be more effective if I view myself with the same degree of realism and moderacy um, and give myself the same tolerance, uh, nurture and compassion that I would to other individuals. Um, and that's likely actually to make me more effective in the world, improve my relationships um, rather than some hypercritical shaming perfectionism. Um, although, you know, I am a big fan of that latter method. (laughs) Um, So this is where we're looking at at certain elements of ourself in terms of coming into more mature relating not only with self but with others, but but again, it's the the biggest amount of movement is made with self. So how am I getting more mature in my managing and in particularly internal management of when I perceive I've made mistakes by comparison to what I used to do. You know, when I, 
when previously making mistakes, I would chastise myself. I'd speak really critically, really brutally to myself and in a way that I would never speak to somebody else and I would never um, tolerate from somebody else. And and the kind of um, way of talking that if somebody externally did that to me, it probably would have shut me down and put me into my shell or made me highly re aggressive and reactive, like nothing useful would have come from that way of speaking. And yet I tolerated that for myself, um, certainly in my early years as a, as a junior long distance runner. Um, that, that's how I got results, just shaming myself, screaming at myself internally, um, things that I would never do um, to, to another because I would perceive it to be highly inappropriate and yet somehow it seems to be okay for me. So I'm doing my best now to kind of catch when I really get into that critical self-talk, um, that self-shaming, um, and see that for that as historical and outdated modes of, of managing self. And can I get to a place where I'm genuinely compassionate for myself. I can generally, genuinely see my own successes with more reality rather than a kind of a process of even if I do something that I perceive to be moderately okay, I've instantly got to add a few and yeah, well, that was all right, but we could have also done da 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 da. Um, or go into a process afterwards of critical doubt. Well, you didn't mention this, or you didn't mention that, and, oh, we could have gone this way, and here's how it could have been a heap better. Um, and and um, setting up this kind of internal space of kind of demanding this immature perfection from self, but never being able to see progress adequately, or, you know, it, it, it's kind of a... The, the internal cycle relies on the fact that the criticism and the negativity, you know, it start that inner cycle of, of um, less than helpful relating starts to dissolve the moment we can generally get to a place of just kind of, that was fine. I'm really pleased with that. That's okay. And that doesn't mean that we're not necessarily looking for ways to improve, but, but there's a difference when we're trying to move forward in life from a place of critical lack compared to if we're moving from a place of uh, enoughness that sort of says, you know, I'm going okay. I'm, I'm, I'm progressing the Sean of today um, based on my maturity goals for myself um, is improved on the Sean of yesterday and we're going along at a very comfortable rate and speed and as long as we keep on the journey, we keep focused on on our our developmental aims. Then everything's fine. We can take the intensity out. We can take the criticalness out. We can take the judgment out. We can just relax, enjoy, and continue to um, keep being present for self. So, I think this is a very useful methodology in 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 terms of or, or a, a, a a kind of a guiding principle when we're looking to. Um, improve our own self-relationship is just asking the question once in a while, especially in moments of anxiety or conflict or or when we perceive we've fallen short, um, 
would I treat another person this way? If I was looking to help another person move past obstacles and improve the way that I would approach them, am I doing the same for me? And if not, then how might I adjust what I'm doing so that, um, and what's the payoff too, you know, because there's, there's, there's payoff in the intensity and the juice of the self-criticism and the self-flatulation and the self-punishment and the cycling back over it and the, the you know, calling self-names and, and all this kind of thing. You know, there, there, there's energy in the frustration, the anger and the rage towards self and the indignation. How could you be so woefully inadequate still after everything you've done in the field of self-development? You know, and, and again, this process of drawing every, every, um, uh, every perceived way that we can to really skillfully stick pins in self um, and... As I say, we, we would deem that to probably be um, counterintuitive to supporting others. Um, so why would I consider that it has any more merit for me? Did it help me? Did it move me to a certain place in my life? Yes, it did. But at a certain stage, um, we it, 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 it has diminishing value. Um, uh and I have to learn, I don't have to, but I'm choosing to learn to relate to myself more and more in uh, more balanced, more reasonable, more realistic, more compassionate, more nurturing kind of ways. Um, because again, I'm, I'm looking at the things that I give to others, the kind of space that I hold for others, both in their joy and their perceived failures, and then going, well, why, why wouldn't I be included in that now too. I'm precious. I'm valuable. I deserve the same openness, consideration, compassion, lovingness. Uh, you know um, that I can hold to myself. Um, you know, I'm not withdrawing my own approval and love from self in a moment of humanness where I might have missed something or I didn't, I just simply didn't know enough in, you know, I was, I was, you know, I was naive or I was innocent in a situation or I could not have, you know, something came out of left field that um, I, I couldn't have perceived. Um, there's, there's lots of room. There's lots of room um, uh, to make room for ourselves. in our inner dialogue, in our inner thinking and feeling about self um, and, in the way in which we we get uh, better and better at, at giving to ourselves the things that we we very uh, you know we we give to others um, that I'm I'm getting more present more loving um, more realistic I I think you, you know the the again the the, the closer I progress to my life goals probably the more I would like to hold a adult realistic view of my progress rather than what I picked up, the messages that I picked up in childhood about kind of um, being hypercritical and demanding and, and um, internalizing some of the experiences of the less than effective methods of some of the teachers and authority figures that I was exposed to growing up in the 70s and 80s and and how I've internalized some of those lessons and approaches 
and then going, well, you know, that might have been normal then, but it certainly wasn't effective or healthy. And how do I continue to work at getting more and more effective and healthy in my own inner relating? Because I think the more we can give to ourselves compassion and nurture and, and just being able to hold space and be present and sit with both the, um, the, the joyous emotions, but also the painful emotions when, when necessary, then um, paradoxically that makes us better in, in our relationships over a whole because the better my inner relationship, the more that will be reflected back to me in my outer relationship. The better I can regulate myself, the better I can stay calm and present with myself, the, be the better I can give loving feedback and, and compassion without going into hypercritical self-judgment, um, the better I'm going to be across the board. So uh, there we go. There's episode 149, um, treating self as you treat other. Um, of course, uh, we could have gone into way more, but I think that just dips the toe into an area and I'll offer you, you know, as, as a process, as I say, just, just being mindful at certain points when you're really kind of caught internally that you just check out, would I approach another human being the way I'm approaching myself right now? And if not, then what might I do differently for the purpose of, of, of growing in my own self-love and actually, in a, you know, in, in some ways, um, I'm probably likely to perform even better as a result of more compassion, more understanding, more nurture and more love, especially in those moments where I'm just being very human. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's uh, episode. Um, as always, those who followed along um, on a number of episodes or for a long period of time or right since the beginning uh, of the show um, a few years back, my profoundest gratitude. Um, if you've just joined us and you've found the episode to be uh, thought-provoking and helpful, um, I'm delighted and welcome. And um, if you'd like to continue to support the show, then please go to iTunes, download, subscribe and leave a five-star review as it makes it easier for other people to find um, the program. And I'm very passionate on people having as much education as they can get and find. And there's vast resources out there um, to, to help us have better quality lives. Um, but if that would be something that you'd like to do, that would be wonderful. Um, and of course, we're also available on other podcast mediums, Stitcher, Podbean, um, uh, and the website, emergencetraining.com.au, and other podcast platforms. And thank you so much for being with us. Also, by all means, check us out on YouTube, the Sean Healy Relationship Resourcing Series. Um, you're welcome to come and visit us um, on that medium too. And like I said, also at the website, emergencetraining.com.au. So thank you. Um, as always, I wish you every success and joy on your journey through your life. And until we're with each other on another episode, bye for now.